Life is like a train wreck. And so is the show. Welcome to the I Think We're Doing It podcast, bitches. Get ready for some really weird shit with your hosts, Ron and Jessica. Respectively, Beauty and the Beast. All aboard. Toot, toot. Welcome back to the I Think We're Doing It podcast. Jessica is here, and she's ready to break all of the technology. Um, Had a lot of technical difficulties this morning, but my awesome co-host, Ron, is here. Ron, what's up, man? My Twitter account got hacked this morning. Yeah. Hey, America. Hey, people. It's so real, and I'm so sorry that I sent that to you so early in the morning, but when I realized that you were not an Asian woman, I had to say something. Yes. uh, Yeah, and thank you for trying to bully people off my Twitter account. It is the fucking greatest thing to have friends like that. Uh, Jessica has been tweeting whoever the fuck this Japanese woman is, and it is Japanese. It's not Asian. It's Japanese. Hey, I didn't know. Okay. And, and this bro <laughs> likes anime, so quit that shit, son. Um, Maybe so if I, I get bored, I'll just continue to spam it. Yeah, I can't recover my account because of the Gmail, uh, because of the email that's on that specific account. So, um, people, if you're looking at uh, BIGRCC99, uh, I don't like anime that much. No one likes anime that much. It's very weird. Yes, and a very um, weird-looking young lady in a bikini is on my account. I guess that's an improvement, but it is what it is. Nah, I'm just going to go with no. All right. So now that we've vented, right. <laughs> who Maybe are we, we talking just... about today? Oh, we're not going to just complain the entire time? Um, That'd be awesome, though. Dude, we're talking about voting. Yes, vote or die, say, saith Diddy. Yeah. Um, The reason why I wanted to do this is because we are really close to the next election. And I feel like a lot of people um, are overwhelmed by voting, right? Whether it's they don't know, you know, what's on the ballot, or they don't know how to get mail in ballots, they're afraid to go into the polls, like they just people just don't know. So I wanted to put some information out there, talk about the history of voting, those types of things. Um, Ron, you can give them the rundown, but yeah, voting. Voting's important to me, guys. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this episode. Yeah, so we're going to be covering the history of voting, uh, why voting is so important, and resources for voting info. Um, and get your ass out there and vote. There are no excuses. Our lives are on the line, literally, uh, this November. So yes, let's and do it's it. 88 days away. Yes, it's uh, 88 days if you're doing it. Uh, <laughs> if you're doing it by the day we're recording, it's probably going to be <laughs> less than that. Yes. So <laughs> we're we're recording on Friday, August 7th. Okay. And this it's, will be out on the 12th. So do your math. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be hilarious for you guys to go out five days after. The election that wouldn't be great because of us, but uh, yeah, 
So if we, if we do a little math, 83, 83 days away by the time you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, let's jump right in and let's start to talk, let's talk about the history of voting. Um, we're taking this way back, way, way, way back. And of course, we're going to get racial with it too, because um, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about, we still see in different forms today. So just trying to make sure we're educating people. But we can go back to 1866 when the Civil Rights Act of 1866 was passed. This granted citizenship, but not the right to vote to all native-born Americans. In 1869, Congress then passed the 15th Amendment, giving African Americans the right to vote. Yeah, and then 1869, my home state, Louisiana, passes grandfather clauses to keep former slaves and their descendants from voting. Mississippi, where my mother's from, Carolina, Alabama, and Virginia all follow in their footsteps. And then moving forward to 1940, only 3% of the African-Americans in the South are registered to vote. So that's 1940. So that's how many years after the Civil War? 1865, 35, that's going to be 75 years after the Civil War. Only 3% of eligible African Americans in the South are registered to vote. And Jim Crow laws, like literacy tests and poll taxes, were meant to keep African Americans from voting. Some bullshit. Um, 1964, they then introduced uh, or the, the 24th Amendment, where poll taxes were outlawed. So cool, but it didn't really help a lot like it just sounds better than it really is uh 1965 we've got president lyndon b johnson signing the voting rights act into law which permanently bars barriers to political participation by racial ethnic minorities um as we all know with all bills and acts that are put into place there's always loopholes so Mm -hmm. yes as of today uh Uh So uh, keeping our history lesson, by the end of 1965, I think there were 250,000 new black voters that were registered. In 1970, Tricky Dick signed an extension to the Voting Rights Act. Oh, that's Richard Nixon. My bad. (laughs) Uh, Opening participation in the political process. And in 1982, um, Ronald Reagan, no relation signed a 25-year extension to the Voting Rights Act. Yeah. And then we're going to fast forward to 2011. A record number of restrictions to voting were introduced in state legislatures and legislatures nas- nationwide. I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to be a rough one. Um, but some of these things included photo ID requirements, cuts to early voting and, registra- uh, and restrictions to voter registration. Many of these states have histories of voter discrimination as it is. Um, states like New Hampshire, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, <laughs> I'm fucking done. Uh, New York, Virginia, North Carolina, raise up, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Arizona, South Dakota, California, and Alaska are just some of the states with these crazy laws. How are you going to leave your state out of here? Wisconsin's having messed up laws right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know this was just from 2011. Um, Uh (laughs) Yeah. And that's my home state and uh, whatever. I don't identify with the state anymore. I'm done. Yes. 
<laughs> but the, I guess the point of all of this is because these laws continue to come up. Sometimes they get passed, sometimes they get blocked, uh, but they keep coming up again. But ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call voter suppression. Okay. Sometimes we hear about it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we believe in it. A lot of people don't. I don't give a fuck what you think. But having these types of things come up where there's long lines or if your ID doesn't match everything completely, they're all ways of prohibiting people to vote. And they've all been happening in states where minorities are primarily affected, period. Right. Um, The thing that affected me most, Jessica, is um, speaking of your home state, I actually got the audio of a specific meeting where they were promoting voter suppression to um, what I assume were Caucasian uh, voters and saying, this is what needs to be done. These districts need to be done. And if we don't do this, then we can't uh, win. So you're saying you can't win the certain minority of the population, no pun intended, votes. And I'm like, why not just cater to the people that are voting rather than trying to cut off their right to be heard? I'll never get that. I I don't understand it. And if if you have to do that to win, how about you appeal to the people more? How about that? Well, right. I mean, we know that this is a really broken system. So I think that we just have to do the best that we can with it. Your job. That, that person's job in that particular meeting is to stop people from voting. Right. And I didn't, say, his, I didn't well, say it was right. Uh, no, nah, but I mean, and I remember sending that to you because I remember being upset about it. Um, as someone who grew up where, I mean, my mother was literally spat on, uh, hosed to get that right. And now you're okay uh, it's gonna come out angry so let me shut up uh, <laughs> um so um I, I, i'm sorry i'm getting choked up uh no it's do, okay do you want me to lead into why is it so important to vote sure but i just <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like recognizing this is important though because if you don't see all of the little things that are going on that are keeping people from being heard, um, you don't really understand. That's literally the point of this entire episode, right? And we know that the system is broken in many, many ways. And the only way that we can do anything about it before we even fix the problem is to make sure that we educate ourselves on everything involved with voting and, and make sure that our voices get heard. Despite all the problems that are out there. And, and in my opinion, to suppress an American's vote means you are un-American. That's my whole point. It's like, how can you call yourself an American when you're suppressing other Americans' right to vote to get your agenda passed? That's the last part of it right there. To get your agenda passed. That's all they care about. It's ridiculous. Um if you want to get your agenda passed, why don't you put up uh, a cognitive or a argument that's going to move the, them rather than trying to suppress them? 
Um, but anyways, uh, why is voting important? <laughs> I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is strictly raw, by the way. I, there's, Yeah, it's my feelings. It, it pisses me off. So your vote may not, not directly elect the president, but if your vote joins enough uh, others in your voting district or county, your vote undoubtedly matters when it comes to electoral results. Correct. And most states have a takes all system where the popular vote winner gets the state's electoral votes. Um, state and local elections are also really, really important because that's what directly ties you to the community. And then those representatives are the people that have seats in the Senate. Um, so keep that in mind, too. It's not just about the presidential election. Right. And a little bit of a lesson, electoral votes. Each state has a number of electoral votes. So um, to and this is strictly for president uh, to win the presidency, uh, they have to have a majority of votes, which is 270 total. Um, that's why people say that their vote doesn't count. Like, for instance, if you're in California, that that's traditionally a blue state. Whereas when you're in um, like a place like mine, Louisiana, it's traditionally a red state. So people feel like they don't have um, um, incentive to vote. But um, I mean, I would rather say that I went in and voted in my red state, especially with this election, because nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, your vote will count because for every one little vote that you say doesn't count. Guess what? <laughs> Most of you guys votes are being uh, suppressed. And if you're in a, a bigger state and all of these people's votes are being suppressed, not, not as many people vote as you think they do, ladies and gentlemen. Well, right. And it's because of what you just said. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't think your one vote counts, you're just not going to vote. And that's that's I don't agree with that mindset. Right. And then the thing is, it becomes a um, kind of a mob mindset or a, a group mindset. The problem is when we have that group mindset, guess what? A group of people doesn't vote. And when a group of people doesn't vote, guess what? That that creates a, a, a bigger group of people to where your state might not be blue or your state might not be red. Uh, and to be honest with you, I've been all across this country. We're all kind of purple anyways. Very true. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know, Jessica, did you expect this type of emotion coming from me? Never, huh? No, I mean, yes, I did. I, I know how you feel about voting. And it's despite how corrupt it is and how even for me, sometimes I feel like um, each state's electoral colleges are a little bit disproportionate according to their population. Like there's a lot that I question about the process. Mm -hmm. I'm still not going to throw my vote away because I, I feel like it won't matter. You know what I mean? I don't do that. Right. So I understand. I'm I'm not excited about voting. I'm more excited about the suppression of vote voters. Uh, <laughs> it pisses me off to no extent because, I mean, it, it to me, it's the equivalent and equivalent of you thinking that you know better for everyone else, so you're going to suppress that group of people's votes, mm -hmm. or your your situation matters more than everyone else, so you suppressed it. No, man. Nah. Nah, that, that's that's not American, man. It's un-American, and quite honestly, it's criminal. 
I agree. Um, so, uh, do we need to take a break? <laughs> yeah, we should probably give the people an advertisement to listen to because I know it's their favorite part of the podcast. So go ahead and listen to this ad and we'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Make sure you mention the I Think We're Doing It podcast in the How Did You Hear About Us section of the application. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. All right. All right. Welcome back. Um, we just got done talking about the history of voting. Got done talking about why voting is so important. Went off on a rant about how we hate voter suppression and rightfully so. Um, but now we're going to talk about resources. I know that a lot of people that I talk to don't know where to go to get information. And I feel like that's absolutely not okay. Um, so Ron, why don't you kick it off and tell us about the first resource that people can go to to get information? So the first resource is social media. And it's at votes. I'm sorry, at vote save America. That's V-O-T-E-S-A-V-E-A-M-E-R-I-C-A. Uh, it's at votessaveamerica.com uh, forward slash every last vote. Uh, it looks like there are reminders for voter registration deadlines, polling information, mail-in ballot info. Sounds like a great resource um, to keep us all up to date on what's going on. Yep, absolutely. Um, I've definitely reposted some of their stuff on our Instagram account because I definitely feel the need to be that person and annoy people. So I think the easiest route would be to go follow them on Instagram. And then they do have a link to their website in their profile. So you can go there and grab the rest of that info. Yes, yes. What's mm -hmm. next? Next up on the list is vote411.org. This was created by the League of Women Voters. So once you land on this site, it's just it's information overload, but that's what we're looking for. Um, you can get information on state and federal voting deadlines. Um, you can get your registration info. I think it also will direct you on where you can go for your state to register to vote which is important because if you're not registered, you can't vote. Um, it'll also give you those registration deadlines and it'll also give, give you ballot info. So this is really important and because if you don't know who's on the ballot, you don't know who you're going to vote for. And this gives you the ability to take a look at the candidates and find out what they're about um, and then make your choice from there. And I also say that this is super important because for some strange and odd reason, my state has me listed for the Democrat Party. So I only get the Democrat ballot in the mail, which kind of goes back to your comment earlier around about how we're all a little bit purple and I need to see the entire picture. I mean, if we all this is my opinion, by the way, if we all share the exact same policies and ideas, then oh, what the fuck are we? Are we sheep? Like, yes. <laughs> that's where we're at, man. Why do you think we're doing this episode? Yeah, man. Like the whole uh, jumping on like that. 
look, man, when I was growing up, when I was 12 years old in the state of Louisiana, in order to vote, um, I'm sorry, in the, the election was for governor. I had the choice of a, a governor who had been in jail um, previously, Edwin Edwards, and a Ku Klux Klan member, David Duke. Like, from that point on, it seems like that's the choices that I've had. Worse, bad, or fucking worse. And um, like I said, that's why I will never agree with someone 100%. I will never agree with a politician slash lawyer 100% because, quite honestly, I think you're all, you're all cheats. Um, that being said... Some people are worse than others. How about that? Is that right? Yeah. Am I saying that? By the way, I apologize for seeing red earlier in this episode. Um, Jessica, I thought the keyboard was about to be smashed. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought I was going to throw a remote at a television. Um, And I know you love when I do that, even though you say you don't. No, I do. I do. But and I'm not there to see it. So I'm just going to tell you to chill out. But it's okay to have these moments. And the reason why I say that is because if you don't, if you don't have any sort of feeling to all of the bullshit that's going on with how people's votes are being suppressed, you there's something wrong. And I'd also be willing to bet that if you can't see this stuff and you don't have an opinion on it, you're probably one of those people who doesn't vote and then has the audacity to bitch about things after the fact, you know, after everything is said and done. Yeah, and that that's the thing that pisses me off. I'm like, and, and you know what, though? I, I understand the people that don't vote. And then when they tell me, they say, man, I just feel like whatever I do isn't going to make a difference. Like, I understand that that feeling. But like you said, like, how the fuck can you complain about shit um, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to talk shit, if you're going to talk shit and not vote, you might as well not talk shit. Kaepernick comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not to uh, demonize that brother, but that's exactly what comes to mind. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, the next uh, resource that we have is issuevoter.org. Um, it looks like they select the issues you feel you can select the issues you feel strongly about or know nothing about. And um, you want to give me a little bit more information on that, just because I'm not familiar with that one, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, this website, I still haven't dug into as and in I haven't signed up for it yet. But what it appeared to be for me was when I went and I like took a look at the website was that you can plug all of your information in, right, your email address and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um It gives you the ability to select, like you had talked about, the issues that you feel strongly about or things that you know nothing about. And then it gives you information about all of that stuff. And then there's also a ticker. So when something comes up in your area, um, they send you an email basically saying like, oh, this is the bill that's being proposed. Here's a link to the bill, blah, 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 blah. You can go read and make an informed decision when you go to vote because we talked about voting for candidates, right? But part of that state and local election has to do with bills that get passed too. So I oftentimes will get ballots in the mail because I do my, I do mail in ballots, Mm -hmm. um, which I'll talk about that in a second. But um, 
you know, I get them for certain bills that come up, right? And when you get the ballot, it says, oh, here, you know, is SB, blah, 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 this particular bill. And it doesn't tell you really what it's about. Like, it'll give you a general idea, but there's all these sorts of, you know, small little bullet points and things that really can make or break how you feel about it. So, um, this is going to give you a little bit more information on it. And you can always Google those bills as well. So if you ever get a ballot with a specific bill on it, you can Google it and everything's published online. So you can find the bill, read it, educate yourself, then make your decision. So that's what that website's all about. That sounds amazing, actually. Um, yeah. And, and they say when a, new, when a new bill comes up, you'll get all the info. Do you know if there are summaries on new bills or is the entire bill there? Because... I've seen these bills. It's like a thousand pages of bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Do you know if there's a summary on that? Um, I don't know. Like I said, this is not the, this is not an episode that I've signed up for, so I'm not 100% sure how that information comes across, but I think it's a really good starting point for people. Nice stuff. Nice stuff. Okay. Um, what's next? Um, we have got factcheck.org. Uh, that's, that's, my, that's my site, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> so factcheck.org is a project of the Annenberg Public Policy Center, which is an advocacy nonprofit, and they're also nonpartisan. And I hate to say this in such a sarcastic manner, but this site does exactly what it says it does, <laughs> right? So yeah. anything that's put out there... um that you see, you can submit it to the website as well. And if it's not already something that's on there that's been fact-checked, it'll it'll run it through the resources and tell you whether or not it's true. Um, the reason why I put this on the list, though, is because of it's because we're a fucking president, first right. of all. <laughs> um, because his ass is constantly being fact-checked online, and I think that that's ridiculous. I feel like his Twitter account needs to be deleted, but I'll I digress. Um, but also social media, right? Um, we constantly see things that have been manipulated and, and altered and whatever and reposted and shared that are just not true. So this gives you the ability to take a look at that stuff for what it really is. And I really like the idea of that site. <laughs> I'm sorry, because our president has made more than 20,000 false or misleading claims as of July 13, 2000. Yes. Yes. I don't know how the fuck. How the fuck? Like, I, all right. If you're a Trump supporter, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Quite honestly, I don't. But don't give me that bullshit on her. He doesn't lie. He do, get the fuck out of here, man. That's all he does is lie. Things, oh, very, things are very good. They're excellent. They're very good. Right. There's no problem with COVID. No. Or, or he'll say shit like, why are you looking at the deaths? Because <laughs> people are dying, bitch. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> or he blames the rise in, in, in confirmed cases on the rise in testing. He was like, yeah, well, if we don't test it, we don't have the cases. Well, okay. Our, our president is Officer Barb Brady from South Park. Oh, my gosh. Nothing to see here. Yes. There's nothing to see. <laughs> you know what, man? It's so funny that we're at this point because I told myself, like, when I came into this episode that I was going to do my best to not bash Trump. Despite, <laughs> it's hard. Dis it's hard. Despite my notes at the very bottom for this podcast saying fuck Trump in all caps. Um, 
I really was just like, man, I just want to be like as neutral as possible. But like, I can't sit here and act like we don't have a president that doesn't lie through his teeth constantly. But Jessica, like, and going back on our history, like I remember when we, I think, I think when we took our trip, we were talking about it or when we were together one time, we were talking about it and we both were like trying to be objective. Like mm-hmm. we both were, I mean, we both didn't like Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I think we both really were like just trying to be objective and trying to be positive. But this motherfucker has been like the worst. He's the worst realization of what I thought he could be. Yes. I think that's like, the big thing. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I, I think, I don't even think it was a realization. I don't think we had any idea that it could get this bad. At least I didn't. Right. Yeah, I remember me kind of saying that it could, but I was trying to be, uh, I was trying to be, what's the word? Optimistic. I was trying to be optimistic about what he could bring, or maybe it's a different voice, or I didn't know we were getting Hitler 2.0. I didn't know we were getting that shit. Yes. Let me not call him that, because he hasn't killed anybody purposefully yet. Um, At least not that I know of. With his own hands. Right, right, right. Yes. (laughs) With his own Luger. Um, But, yeah, this shit is is ridiculous. I I didn't know the dude could lie this much. I didn't know anybody could lie this much, quite honestly. Sometimes I like to sit back and and, and ponder this, and I wonder if... if, No, we're losing mind. all our we're losing all our Trump supporters. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We had we had that happen on episode twenty five. That was game yeah. over. They were done. Even black Trump supporters don't like black history. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> or don't like truth. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> give them that last source, will you? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, ballotpedia.org. Um, it's an encyclopedia for all things election. <laughs> and we've lost control of this episode. Uh, <laughs> it covers federal, state, and local elections, including calendars of dates, parties, candidates, platforms, and info on voter ID, polling stations, ballots, and absentee voting. And I actually saw in here, um, I think it was in Missouri. It was in the Missouri Democratic primary mm-hmm. um, a couple of days ago. It was amazing. The incumbent was there since 2000. And um, the he was there since 2000. And his father was there since 1969. And Cori Bush, a, a progressive activist, beat him. Uh, If that's anything that if there's anything there, I think she's part of, um, I think, what was the uh, guy's name? It was Levi, Lacey Clay. William Lacey Clay was was the incumbent. Uh, He's a traditional Democrat and Cori Bush is a progressive and she beat him. So I say that to say this. Uh, Change is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We're getting our voices heard. It's just a matter of us getting out there, and uh, and he's a Democrat. But guess what? Fuck that shit. People mm-hmm. aren't satisfied. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck what party you're in. If you have 
new ideas and new purposes and want change, get the fuck out to the to the polls, man, and make a fucking difference. Because honestly, we got to do something. And this isn't only about Trump, by the way. This is the entire Congress. This is the entire Senate. We need change, people. Yes. Like, real change. Not that bullshit. Um, well, you're Democrats. So I don't like you. You're Republican. No, we, we need real change. With real people that have real ideas and are not catering to fucking um, to fucking um, um, billionaires, so to speak. But I don't want to, you know, get on them, but are not catering to the system, so to speak. You know, we, we need yeah. real change. We need new roads. We need we need people in there who actually represent the people and right. don't represent lobbyists. Um, anything you have to add to that, Jessica? No, I, I no, don't, don't, dude, don't apologize. First of all, this is our platform to say whatever it is we want, whether or not people like it or not, is not up to us. So. I don't care. And I've said that before with a lot of the episodes and a lot of the things that we've discussed. It's really easy for you to click that pause button and just not listen anymore. So don't apologize for that. But I think you're right. And I feel like a lot of people are in this situation where they and I've and I've been one of these people. So I can speak from my own experience with this, where I look at everything that's going on and I go, what the hell am I going to do? What can I do? Right. You, you, you sometimes get this feeling that one person cannot make a difference. But I think the I think the key is here is that because there are so many people like that, I wanted this episode to encourage them because one person alone might not make the difference. OK, I'll be willing to admit that. But if everybody that felt that way got together, educated themselves and took their asses to the poll and voted, maybe we could make a change. Right. Okay. Um, I'm all for the common sense slash truth party. Like, I feel like that's what the people who I know who have common sense, both of us, uh, <laughs> should uh, should be and develop their own party. And, I mean, if, if we're going to get real here, the founder of this nation, George Washington, uh, said that we shouldn't have political parties, period. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, um, he, he, he predicted the downfall and we didn't heed to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are right now. Um, so I don't know, man. Any, anything more you have to add? This, you, you got me all worked up and shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. But yeah, there is one last thing that I kind of wanted to talk about. And um, it has to do with the whole education thing, right? I keep harping on this because I feel like a lot of people, if they do vote, do they do the research that they need to? Okay. Um, and I mentioned earlier about how I got the Democrat ballot in the mail, which I was not happy about. So I've I've since updated my <laughs> my party um did you go making, team independent no I, I i indicated that i was not part of a party i want the full ballot okay gotcha. okay and because i i'm i can't say wholeheartedly that i'm i'm a democrat i can't do right. it right and i can't say wholeheartedly that i'm a republican and what you had mentioned about voting 
It doesn't, a party line doesn't matter. You need to figure out what that person is about and what they're going to bring to the table. So this is the point that I'm getting to. Um, we've given you a lot of information about voting and registration deadlines and all this other stuff. But I wanted to talk about my personal experience that I went through when I was doing my state voting here mm-hmm. um, for, for senators and for all the other like little like court people and all of that. Um, you can obviously go to that candidate's website, right? Um, but I advise you to dig a little deeper. Okay. When you go to that person's website, the first thing you're going to see is it's going to ask for a campaign donation. Okay. So we know that that website is automatically geared towards making them look as good as they possibly can. Okay. So from there, things that I did was I took the candidate's name and I Googled the candidate's name and Donald Trump. I wanted to see how tied they were to our current president. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would, are you laughing at me? Do you think I shouldn't have done that? No, I'm, I'm laughing because uh, I feel like people do that, but for the opposite reason that you're doing it. Meaning that they should use that as a determining factor for whether or not they're going to vote for that person? Yes. Like, in other words, if, if this person is behind Trump, then I'm going to vote for this person. Well, but, look, here, here's the thing. If, you, if that's what you want to do with it, go ahead. I'm not here to tell you who to vote for. And that's not what I'm doing. I'm telling you to get as much information and make the best decision that's for you. I'm never going to tell anybody to who, to who to vote for. But I did that because I wanted to see how they were tied to Trump. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. You have to read through articles, go sift through them. Another thing that I did was I went to their social media accounts Mm -hmm. and not like Facebook. (laughs) I went to Twitter because I wanted to see what they were retweeting and what their activity looked like on there, because that is where you can slip up. Right. Our president does it daily. Everybody else does it in real life, too. So I, I checked a lot of different resources to try to get my version of the best full picture that I could. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, And I will say on that ballot, even though I was given the Democratic ballot, there was one Republican name that I did write into the ballot. So do your research, guys. I'm not, like I said, I'm not standing on a soapbox and I'm not telling you who to vote for, even though we've made it very clear that we do not stand with this president at all. Um, That's for you to decide. I also don't stand with Kanye West. Uh, Fuck him. Thank you. Don't, we're not telling you who to vote for, but we are telling you who not to vote for. Don't vote for Kanye West, goddammit. Don't waste your fucking vote, because it is. It literally is a waste of a vote. Um, and he's a fucking you, asshole. <laughs> yes. Do you? I mean, do you want to tell the people why it's a waste of a vote? Because they might not understand it, and they might think it's cool. Kanye is trying to pull votes from Trump's opponent, whoever the fuck it is. Because Kanye is getting benefits from the Trump's presidency, from Trump's presidency. Can you please tell me how Kanye has not had a fucking hit song in how long, Jessica? But he is now a billionaire, 1.3 billion. When he was making all those hit songs, Kanye wasn't doing shit. Kanye was like a $35 million cat. He gets behind Trump and now he's 1.3 billion. I can't prove that that's the reason why, but guess what? Uh, where there's smoke, there's motherfucking fire. Fuck Kanye. He sold out us and he sold out the people. That's all I have to say about that. 
Yeah. Um, If I were to take that one step further and maybe not be so angry about it, which I don't blame (laughs) you for, um, there has been confirmation that some of the lawyers that are working with Kanye to get him on certain ballots are directly tied to the Republican Party. Yes. Um, So it is very obvious that they are using him as a decoy. Um, He is the token black dude to try to steal votes away from whoever Trump's opponent is, which would be Biden in this case. Um, So just think about that when you're headed to the polls. I know a lot of maybe young people are influenced by that and they think, oh, man, we're going to vote for Yee and he's going to be the president. Yeah, don't fucking do that. Yeah. um, Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that I've made Ron angry enough today. I wanted to point out two things. Um, There was a movie by Eddie Murphy back in 92 called The Distinguished Gentleman. Ah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so with that movie, I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but the the one thing that really stuck out for me besides all of the lobbying and uh, how all of this stuff was actually legal for him to take bribes and shit, it's actually legal. Um, And the big thing that stuck out for me was that he won off of his name alone. His name was Jeff johnson so jefferson davis johnson so Mm -hmm. he he went he ran under jeff johnson the name you know and he basically just won the election and however crazy that shit sounds man i guarantee you that that shit would work if your name was thomas jefferson kennedy you would probably win an election in certain districts yes just saying um, so that that's one thing I wanted to point out, and I kind of wanted to leave him with this quote from George Washington regarding political parties, if that's not a problem. I do do it. All right. So Washington said, and this was during his, um, um, uh, what, what is it? It's not the inauguration, but farewell address. Excuse me. If you listen to presidents, by the way, if you listen to presidents' farewell addresses, there are golden nuggets in those addresses because people mm-hmm. don't give a fuck and they're telling the truth. Yes. Okay. So he said, however, however political parties may now and then answer popular ends, they are likely in the course of time and things to become potent engines by which cunning, ambitious, and unprincipled men will be enabled to subvert the power of the people and to usurp for themselves the reign of government, destroying afterwards the very engines which have lifted them to unjust dominion. Um, That's George Washington. That's the founder of our country. That's the OG, even though he owns slaves. Uh, (laughs) but, But basically he's saying that Political powers is going to uh, usurp is the word or subvert the power of the people. And that's exactly what has been happening. That's exactly what is happening. Um, And people ask me why I study history, because it still pertains to us. Yeah. Sorry, it does. It absolutely does. And it's constantly repeating itself. Yes. Dropping mics and shit. I like it. (laughs) All right, people, go out and vote. We love you. Um, Well, some of you. Some of you, uh, for sure. (laughs) And uh, anything else, Jessica? No, man, that's it. I mean, I should say I am Groot, but I don't, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to end every episode like that. So, Groot. Bye. 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 
find us on social media, yo. Twitter at ITWDI Podcast. Instagram, I Think We're Doing It Podcast. Thanks for listening to this soup sandwich of a podcast that will grace you with its presence every Wednesday. Tell your friends, ho. The I Think We're Doing It Podcast, where it's okay to not nail it.